he, he, he went on to ask me the question you were talking about. And he says, well, when are you getting out, bro? And I said, well, you know what? I, I don't know what I'm getting out, but it, really, it, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? And I go, hey, bro, I, I'm free already, bro. Amen, amen. And, and I'll get out when the time comes, yeah. you know? And he's like, man, you know what, bro? When you get out, I want you to go and preach at my church. Because this is for the last. This is for the last. This is Reformed Rasa, and we are back. back we are back back, back with uh, uh, Justin. Justin Corona, I'm right here. And my name is Martin Velasquez. And today we got a very special guest with us, uh, all the way live, all the way live from uh, over here. <laughs> we have uh, Pastor Benito Peña. How you doing, Pastor? I'm great, by the grace of God, yes. Amen, amen. And so today we got an awesome uh, testimony uh, that we would like to share with you. Uh, the purpose of us sharing these kinds of testimonies is to glorify God. Mm-hmm. We want God's people to be edified. We want those who may be struggling with some sort of uh, sin or issue or caught up in, in the streets. Uh, we want them to hear what God has done in a person's life and that there is hope. In Jesus Christ. Amen. For the forgiveness of sins, to avoid eternal damnation. And we have a testimony, very powerful testimony, uh, that we would like to share with you. And it's a testimony of ultimately of the grace of God yeah. on a sinner's life. All of us deserve hell. We deserve to be punished for all of our sins. But God is good enough and is gracious enough to save us from our sins. And we have that mm-hmm. in the in the suffering um, death of his son, Jesus Christ, and in the resurrection that mm-hmm. he, had, he was able to overcome the grave because the grave was not able to hold him down. So, Pastor Benito, what has the Lord brought you from? Oh, my goodness. Uh, the Lord has been good in my life. Uh, uh, I come from a, a broken family. I come from... Um, um, my mother... My father passed away when I was born, almost. I mean, I was one year old when, when my, my father passed away. My mother passed away when I was 14 years old. Oh, wow. And so I lived with my grandma and um, four other siblings that I have. Um, but my life was a little bit of, uh, after my mother passed, it was kind of like a rebellious life. Mm-hmm. I grew up uh, uh, in a Catholic setting, um, church, frequently going type of thing. A yeah. religious experience. My, my grandmother was very religious, and she, uh, uh, in her own way, she uh, introduced me to to God. And I knew about God, but I never met God until... Yeah. Later in life, mm-hmm. uh, I had the fear of life, but um, didn't know what it was. And so, in my pain, when my mother passed away, um, I began to uh, experience with um, drugs, gangs, um, living in the streets, 
I had a rebellious attitude uh, towards life in general. Mm-hmm. And since I didn't have no one to reprimand me, my grandmother used to do it, but it, it wasn't... Uh, I didn't think it hold no um, no strength because mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't receive it anyways. Uh, up to that time, I was just... Uh, I thought I knew it all, you know, at, at, at the young age. And um, um, I began to just... Live for my life, live for myself, uh, excuse me, live for myself, so I thought. But anyways, I um, I graduated from drug addiction. I, I did a little bit of a gangbanging, but once uh, I started using heroin, I lost track of all that uh, um, gangbanging because at my age, uh, I needed to go to uh, a different neighborhoods mm-hmm. and... Uh, I really didn't pay attention to yeah. the gang banging any longer because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was in a higher mission, so I thought. So my, my, my life began to take a real criminal element um, turnaround when I first started using heroin at the age of 17. Wow. Um, I thought I had found that... Uh, um, what I thought that it was going to be my freedom, it became my, my master. Mm. I was enslaved to uh, um, this foreign substance that uh, I never really understood. Uh, but what I mean by that is that uh, um, there is an old saying uh, among... Um, heroin users and they talk about uh, how how much you chase your addiction and it's and it's called chasing the dragon or yeah. we, we talk about yeah. you know chasing the dragon mm-hmm. and you know I use that metaphor or that language for many many decades and uh, I truly didn't ever understood what it was hmm. yeah. because in reality I never did cut the dragon hey, yep that that's it right there because I know that when I was uh, stuck on on methamphetamine, mm. it was the same thing. Um, is it, I know it's a different type, but it's like you're you're reaching towards something that you're never gonna grasp. Yes, yeah. uh, it become an illusion, but um, mm. and heroin dependency it's a physical dependency. Yeah, and then you are are um, um, become um, slave of that dependency. Mm-hmm. You are you get sick and then you have to have drugs at any cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the life of crime begins to... I mean, sure, you know, I, 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 de- I dealt uh, for a little bit, and uh, but I became my greatest customer. Yeah. I literally uh, spent all my profits <laughs> on myself. And um, um, I became addicted. And um, after that, uh, my life was a merry-go-round type of thing, going in and out of county jails. I turned 18 in San Diego County Jail, and um, I did six months. Um, I got out, and um, I learned more tricks in there. Yeah. (laughs) I knew more people that will expand my horizon, so to speak, on, on how to come about you know, uh, 
getting my high and yeah. making money and and avoid jail as much as possible. So we thought. But uh, frequently I got arrested for under the influence. Back and forth to the county jail, I end up doing all my um, my probation time back and forth in San Diego County Jail. And uh, I continue doing time in uh, Orange County Jail uh, practically from 1972 to 1984. Uh, I'll probably spend a good three years altogether. Three months here, uh, uh, three years free. Because uh, I do like three months here, two months there, uh, maybe at the most 90 days on the streets, and then I go back and mm. forth, back and forth. And so practically my life was, uh, my relationship was, my relationships were about uh, drug addicts, minus the mother of my daughter, uh, um, good lady, good principles. But uh, I couldn't, uh, they couldn't mix with my selfishness and my uh, self-centeredness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, uh, I just separated myself from, uh, from the mother of my daughter and my daughter. I mean, to my shame today, I'm saying these things because um, yeah, I was a very selfish man, mm-hmm. and I thought I was, I loved myself, but I truly didn't. Mm-hmm. Because if I did, I wouldn't be have, having the life that I have. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, that's what happens uh, with drug addiction. We we become the center of the universe. We become uh, the god of our lives, and we want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we think that we have respect, and we try to act in such a manner. But in reality, we're slave to our addiction. And I and I definitely. Uh, went through that you know because during my addiction uh i was very very selfish even having kids you know mm-hmm. afterwards uh you know i don't want to say exactly what i've done but uh it's only by the grace of god that they are with me here at this day also mm-hmm. because if uh it would have been any other way of that if the hand of god was not upon me uh Man, I don't know where I would be. You know, like I think about that, and that makes me want to glorify God and all that that He does in my life because I realized, man, I, I'm deserving of, as Paul says, I am the I'm the chief of sinners, but where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. And oh uh, man. man, that's that's very that comes really close to my heart because I, once you experience that grace, it's like, oh God, I'm all yours, man. I want to glorify Your name, you know. So after, um, so you become you become the selfish person, a slave to the addiction, and then. Well, I I, uh, I gravitated to to bigger crimes, so to speak, mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. bigger life uh, lifestyle of crimes. And uh, um, 1984, February 1984, I received a uh, 17 years to life sentence in state penitentiary. Yeah. And um uh I I just got sent up the state and um I participated within my incarceration uh with everything there was to be participated yeah. in prison living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I was um, in, involved in the criminal element um, of the prison life. Mm-hmm. And so I just follow the flow of life. Uh, I didn't have a direction. I mean, I thought that that I knew what I was doing, but in re- in reality, um, I was just um, doing what what was left of me. So I thought yeah. because um, I didn't have no hope, I didn't have no reason for living. Yeah. Rather than just existing, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and and just participated in it and and criminal activity in prison. Uh, what is coming in now and that we just go with the flow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so eventually, you you know you were participating in everything that was supposed to you know partake in being in the system. But one day, uh, you got saved. One day, the um, God shined upon your life. So how how was that experience? You know from from you know, as a child growing up in a broken home, addiction, you know, elevating higher and higher. And uh, how did the name of Jesus or God, how did that even come across your mind? How would you introduce to, to the Lord? Well, you know, God works in mysterious ways. So yeah. we heard, right? Yeah. We, we hear this and we hear that. And until you experience it, uh, <laughs> you really, really uh, come to know that uh, God... The mercy and grace of God is mind blowing. Yeah. Um, I, um, my experience is, uh, it's really kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> I know say, about weird experiences. To say the least. <laughs> well, uh, uh, my my story began. Um, I was given the opportunity to go back to the main line from. Um, what is called the Shoe and Pelican Bay. Okay. And um, I was given an opportunity, and so I thought that I was going to try to change my life. Well, at least try it anyways. And upon uh, my points got dropped to level three, and I went to a level three facility, and I encountered a guy that I knew during my first 15 years of incarceration. And he was also participant of the criminal activity and drug addiction. And we shared, you know, drugs many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. So uh, I ran into again uh, to him again in, in, in um, Delano, a, a state prison. And um, we were given a uh, a welcome, so to speak, uh, uh, <laughs> a treat, you know, among, a gift basket <laughs> among from the home prisoners, <laughs> right? So, you know, you can call that a privilege and a crazy yeah. life, if you will. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, to my surprise and to my amazement, uh, this brother turned that gift away. Hmm. And uh, I, I, it, it was something for me because I knew how chronic uh, addict it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I kind of like ask a question, you know, hey, bro, yeah. um, what's going on? You know, the majority of times people stop using when they they got uh, some kind of illness or, yeah. or, or a catastrophe in their lives or whatnot, uh, things of that nature. And so I, I begin to ask, you know, hey, uh, it's something wrong with you, bro. Why turn it down? 
And he's like, no, I'm good. And I said, you, did you have AIDS or anything? Want to share your outfit with me, your needle with me? And he's like, no, man. He, he answered back, said, you know what? I don't use no more. Well, we could talk about it right now easily, but at that particular time, when he was telling me that, it was like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, we're talking about you and me, bro. Yeah, know? like... <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of weird. And so uh, the next day, the same thing happened again. And it was kind of like, not really, bro. What's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> because he had this power that truly caught my attention to say no. Yeah. To turn down. King heroin. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, we used to connive and do all kinds of sorts of things just to get to that point of getting the, what we wanted, you know, and indulge on in our addiction. So mm -hmm. for me to for him to for me to see him taking it, you know, uh, turning it down, it, it was a little bit too much. Yeah. So. That day, he began to tell me. I said, so what happened? And he says, uh, to my surprise, <laughs> he tells me that uh, he received Christ in his heart. So my, what is that? my answer to that was like, ah, Jacob and Esteban, come on. What's wrong with you, man? This guy went from... From tough to weak. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, kind of like, you know, the, the, the common uh, response in prison. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, but I kept my eye on this dude. He kept on telling me, yeah, man, Jesus loves you. Hey, bro, he wants to use you, bro. And I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go with that, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I kept my eye on this brother, man. Um, he, uh, he separated from everybody. He hung around with a Christian. Oh, by the way, there is a, a, a remnant in yeah. prison. Amen. The, there is a body of Christ in prison. A true body of believers yeah, in prison. A true body yeah. of believers. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so these guys are going at it. You know, they're, they're just worshiping God in the yard with a guitar. <laughs> you know, and and I'm um, going doing Bible studies in the yard, and and these guys around them all the time. He don't come around us no more, so I'm keeping my eye on this guy. And something is he caught my attention. See, not knowing about God, you know, you don't you don't know what to expect. You know, you know. Looking back now, you know, we see the hand of God. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, like 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 with, with his with his fishing pole. You know, what I mean, just just yeah, <laughs> really trying trying to I mean? himself those. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm like uh, I'm looking at him, and I'm just periodically we talk, and a few times he talked to me about God, God's grace, but but the majority of times I was loaded, and in my own ignorance, I have respect for God. So I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to tell him, no, no, not right now, bro. I just fixed, man. And I, I, I don't feel right you talking to me about those things. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah, come of on. course, of course. So I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know the implication, but I just didn't feel right. So uh, uh, he kind of let it go. He was very patient with me and, 
And and it was something totally different in this guy's personality that they create the curiosity in me. And so uh, I'm going to the board and I ain't got nothing to show for it. I mean, I've been at the shoe, I got all kinds of write-ups, what is called 115s. So I, I really don't, I haven't even looked into my case and look into the reason why I did what I did and, mm -hmm. and how I become and, and all these things that you need to do in order to uh, present a case of rehabilitation when you go to the board. And I'm not interested in none of that because number one is too challenging. Yeah. And that, that, that you know, uh, in my life, I become irresponsible. You know, just doing drugs, it was the easiest thing to to do because, you know, we, we, we just don't care, but we do care, but we don't know how to go about it. Yeah. Well, but anyways, <laughs> yeah. that's how complicated it gets yeah, when yeah, you start, yeah, yeah. you know, um, messing around with this uh, thing called heroin. And so um, I invited me. <laughs> this is kind of funny now looking back because... Uh, <laughs> It is funny because, like, wow, he tells me, uh, look, man, I know a place where you can get a diploma if you do a course. And upon finishing, you know, they give you a diploma and you can take it to the board, bro, and show that you're doing something good. So I'm like, okay, so what, what do you mean? And he goes, yeah, man, I, I give you the address. You can just write him. And you do a course by correspondence, 13 lessons, and uh, they give you grades, and at the end they give you a certificate, and then you take it to the board, bro. So that sounded pretty good. I mean, I didn't have nothing going, so I said, well, let me look into it. Well, what is it? And he goes, oh, it's a um, basic Bible course. <laughs> 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 basic Bible doctrine. And I'm like, oh, man. So you started studying the Bible before you actually became a believer? Well, yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, I did. I did because, um, um, like I said, it, it was all the plan of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't pay attention to the blueprint. Yeah. You know. Just trying like, to get through it, yeah. Like life in general at that particular time, life was just passing by and I really didn't pay attention, you know. But, um, um so yeah, I, I, I wrote to this place called Hope Globe Ministry in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And man, to my amazement, uh, I got the, the answer within a week in yeah. the mail and with the first lesson and the book. And, and so here we go. And so in order for you to present anything to the board, you have to be really, really aware of what you're talking about. Uh -huh. Because if not, then then they will quiz you about whatever uh, uh, trade or whatever uh, uh, study you might take mm -hmm. in order to prove that you're really doing something yeah, yeah, for yeah. yourself. But you didn't just show up and whatever. And just oh, no, no, no. You, you got to be, you gotta yeah. be uh, under yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And so to prove that you're really doing an effort, you know, to improve yourself. So uh, I had a study, and so we began, and I began doing it, and by myself, it just tell me what to do and follow the. Um... Oh, by the way, I had to get a Bible, right? So yeah. 
you know, miraculously, he had one all of a sudden. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he furnished a, a, a new King James Bible. I couldn't read the, uh, the, King, the, King, the James. King James. Yeah. You know, it was too, too difficult yeah. for me at that time. I still can. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> yeah. but uh, so he gave me a, 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 he got me a different Bible, and I could... Uh, under, más o menos, uh, yeah. you know, más o menos, you know, yeah. get the uh, whatever I was studying, you know, yeah. understand the concept. And so we began, and I did it. I did uh, the thirteen lessons, you know, just basic Bible doctrine: God, you know, Christ, the Holy Spirit, yeah. mm -hmm. sin, the fall of man, Satan, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, regeneration, uh, uh, the coming of Christ. Judgment, <laughs> and uh, at the very end of this, um, I did it all. I did it all, and and to my surprise, you know, I I got a hundred in all of them. Oh, and so Man. I, wow, you know, that 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 gave me a little bit of input that the old brain was still working, you know, <laughs> and so I I did it, and uh, something. Really, really crazy took place after that, and because um, at the end of the lessons, uh, in the booklet, it it talks about okay, now that you know your spiritual condition, yeah, what is what did you want to do about your spiritual condition? Yeah, yeah. So that's when I put the brakes, you know, sort of. Okay, well, let's stop right here. Yeah, getting too you know, close, getting too deep right here. We're getting into something that <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't sign up for. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to get my certificate, and, and and that's it. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. All this other stuff, you know, born again, and, 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 and hey, I, I, I ain't got time for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, looking back, I, I want to present that fear that uh, hidden turmoil. The conflict within. There yeah. is a conflict. Yeah. And it's worth investigating, but people in my, like the way I was in my state of mind, mm -hmm. it was very challenging. It was very... <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of dreadful. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, it was challenging. So, you know, we now come to know by the grace of God that it's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yep. And uh, uh, but 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 at that particular time, you know, there's that this 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 power that we don't understand. But it's 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 it's, it's kind of challenging. But somehow, on the bottom of all of this. There's like a divine push. Yeah, yeah. I, I can say that now, mm -hmm. but I don't understood what was taking place at yeah. that time. So I put it aside. And so I keep thinking about it and thinking about it. I go about to do my, 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 my regular life in prison, but I keep thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking about it. I keep thinking about it. And... Uh, and so I began to talk to myself. So I thought I, I wasn't realizing it, 
that I was talking to God. Hmm. And so on the third day of this constant thought about this issue, I finished doing my routine in, in, in the yard and um, I stopped to use the bathroom. You know, there's no private bathroom, some prison. So I have to stop for the urinals and there's a line in the urinals and I'm talking about thinking, thinking and thinking and thinking about this issue. And so, talking out loud, I said, all right, all right, we'll talk tonight. <laughs> so these guys, they're like... Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, there's people around me, and they're like... Uh, they're like, uh, man, they're probably thinking that I'm loaded or whatever. Yeah. And, and so, but, but, I, but I, I'm talking to God, but I, I'm not quite, this is a You're strange You're not comprehending situation. it, yeah. Yeah, this uh. is a strange situation uh, at this stage of my life. And, and so I, I told them, okay, we, we, we'll talk tonight. And so that particular night, um, they called for, um, well, I, I like to, Go back a little bit, mm -hmm. because this during this time, when I'm doing the, the, the Bible study, this guy kept on talking about these things. This brother named Louis kept talking about these things. You know, Jesus loves you. You know, he's got a plan for you. The plans of God are good and not of evil to give you a future and hope. And all these things that he keeps talking about it, along with me doing the, the, the course, and then he's telling me about these people that come from the streets to preach that uh, they have a similar, ba similar backgrounds like me. And they got saved them and they got out and now they're coming back. And, that, and that's, uh, li li that's Living Proof Ministries? That yeah. is Living yeah. Proof Ministry among other ones okay. that were coming at that particular time. Mm -hmm. So all, all these thoughts, you know, they're mixed in my mind and... And so I'm thinking about it, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, that particular day, uh, um, August the 5th of the year 2000, to be exact, I don't know why I remember that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, my celly went out for the night yard, and he, he thought I was, he probably thought that I was going to stay back and, and shoot dope by myself and not hmm. give him none. But I had to convince him, no, 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 go, I, I, I got to do something. Yeah. And so upon him leaving, uh, I, I, I uh, fold my blanket and put it in the floor and got on my knees. Yeah. I got on my knees and I began to talk to God without even knowing it, but I knowing it, uh, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, I began to talk to him and I told him, hey, you know, uh, if you are the God. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you are the God that everybody talks about, if you really are the God that, that, that these guys talk about, that, that, that you change lives and that you uh, um, uh, give hope and, 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 and you just do a, a complete uh, work in people, if that's who you are and that's, if you really exist, please have mercy upon me. Yeah. And um, I begin to confess 
she coming from this Roman uh, uh, background. Yeah. Um, I had a little notion about confession, although the theology was a little different, yeah. right? But I knew that I had to confess my sins. So I did tell God, you know, the sin that I thought that was holding me down. And so I confessed the sin that, you know, for the reason that I was hindered, you know, and, and uh, God broke me, you know. Uh, it began to, uh, you know, my heart became to be broken, and I became broken before God, and for some unexplained reason, I, uh, I wasn't ashamed to feel the way I was feeling. You know, I was empty in my heart and my, my spirit before God. And, you know, being vulnerable in prison is kind of like... Uh, nah, that's a, it's a no-no. <laughs> you don't want to do that in prison. Right? I went by myself and yeah. I had this kind of strange um, um, piece about it because I felt really good telling God all these things. Yeah. Uh, literally, my life went before me in my mind, remembering all kinds of stuff. So it was like a movie in my mind. You know, I was just talking to God and telling him, you know, I'm sorry, forgive me for this, forgive me for that, yeah. forgive me for this. And, and I was crying out like a baby. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. and all. Yeah. It was, but it was just uh, something different for me. And finally, um, it was time to quit because it was your recall, so my cell is coming back. And I had to put my, you know, get my composure back yeah. to a comeback, right? Huh. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, yeah. So that was the, that was that's what you would say that that was the day you got saved. That was the day that I I I received Christ into my heart. Yeah. That night, actually, uh-huh. that I received Christ in my heart. I did confess it with my mouth, yeah. and I did believe in my heart that 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 he that he was God and and and. And uh, I didn't quite understood, you yeah. know, that he died, you know, that he became human and 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 and, and, and uh, virgin bird and all these things that you investigated, you go along. Yeah. yeah. But but uh, it's you know uh, um, it's awesome that God reminds us that all we need is the faith of a master seed. Amen. You know? uh, so um, when after having gone through that experience. When did you like realize, like, oh man, I'm saved, or I'm a Christian? Or when did that assurance come upon you that you knew that you were well, saved? Well, that's that's the thing that um, I, I didn't know theologically exactly um, what had taken place. Mm-hmm. You just knew something was different, huh? Yeah. I, I totally knew something was different, and I have some kind of uh, strange piece among me that I didn't know how to describe it. Yeah. So I went up to the guy that, that I mentioned to you, Brother Louis, Louis Hernandez. Shout out. Out of San Fernando. <laughs> Amen. If you're listening to me, brother. <laughs> Praise brother, the Lord for you, brother. <laughs> I thank you, brother. <laughs> Amen. But uh, um, I went up to him and told him, hey, you know what, bro? I, I want to let you know, bro. And he's like, yeah, what's happening, bro? I want to let you know I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I did that whole Christian thing you're talking about. Uh, I kind of did that. And he's like, what do you mean you did that? And I said, you know, I did that. <laughs> and he's like, what? That. 
<laughs> well, he goes, what? I said, you know, I did that. <laughs> and so he's like, what have you done, bro? <laughs> and I said, man, I gave my life to the Lord yesterday, hey. last night. So, hey, here we go. Hey. stuff. He comes and, and hug me and give me a kiss. <laughs> and not in my mouth, but in, in, in my cheek. In I prison, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm at the yeah. I didn't sign up for none of these. Bro. So it's kind of oh, weird, man. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, but it's, it's happy for me. It's joyful. Amen. And all he's talking about, man, praise the Lord. And, and all these weird things that I'm beginning to... Uh, uh, experience, uh-huh. and I say we're in a good way, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're new. And so uh, he tells me that I tell him that, and uh, he's like, "Man, praise the Lord, bro." He had a he had a um, a Sally, a Korean Sally, a, a good Christian brother. He's a he's a pastor, uh, Sam Kim. That's his name. If you listen, yeah. Sam. Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord for you, brother. Amen. 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 So, so uh, he tells me, you know what? Me and Sam has been praying for you for 30 days, bro. Dang. And so I like, well, at that time it didn't mean much, but uh, I felt good. And yeah. so, you know, in regards to what you were saying, so when did you knew that you were saved? Um, I looking back, I could I could tell you that at uh, that time I knew mm-hmm. August the fifth of the year two thousand, and as we speak today, I I remember exactly how I felt. You know what I mean? So you're we coming up on by emotions, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's something within me that I never had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in regards to that, I asked the brother, now what? Yeah, and he's like, "What do you mean now? What?" I go, "Yeah, well, what's to follow, what's bro? Next? Yeah, what's next? What do I do next you now? Yeah, because now I'm stuck. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this now?" And he's like, "No, bro, that's that's not something. Now you have to be taught. You have to learn. Yeah, you have to, uh, have to be understand. Held accountable to other brothers. Be yeah. accountable and begin yeah. to practice mm-hmm. what you learn." And I go, well, how am I going to do that? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, that's what you got your Bible, bro. Mm, amen. And so I said, all right. It sounded good. Kind of like, I like it. I've always been studious, but I left it because mm-hmm. what we talk about, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasons, You know, and so kind of like, all right, well, what, what am I supposed to do? So he's like, you, you need to read the, the New Testament. Begin with the book of John. yeah. And then so, I, you know, what am I? Yes, just read it, bro. Just read it. <laughs> you know, read it and allow God to talk to you. And so uh, my Sally at the time, he was, a, he was a regular guy. And he was using heroin and stuff, but he was going to get transferred. So I told Louie, Louie, uh, this guy is leaving. And so I got to find another Sally that will be comparable, right? And he's like, let me, you know what, do you, do you mind if I move in with you? And I said, no, but you know what, I, I'm still going to keep the bottom bunk. <laughs> that you was know? mine still. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's like, no, no, no problem, bro. I go to the top bunk, but I will be good if I move in with you. Would that be all right? And I said, yeah. So he moved in with me, and we begin to talk about Jesus, 
learn about Jesus, read about Jesus, mm-hmm. watch TV about Jesus. So it was a continuing, a continuing um, 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 discipleship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, I mean, I, I'm saying these words now, but I didn't know at that time. And uh, so it began to, you know, I used to smoke reading my Bible. What's, 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 what's wrong with that? And he goes, well, you know, they, they don't mix. You know what I mean? Kind of. You know, people go by and they see you smoking. With, and I'm like, oh. They're not going to take you seriously, especially in the in the condition that you're in, the, in the background of what you're in, right? Yes. They take that yeah. in. and Because in there, they're looking for real conversions, right? You can't just play the part as a Christian. That's a very, very good question <laughs> you, you, ask, you ask because it is still, it's still to my, to my uh, yeah. um, understanding. To my understanding, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, how is it that non-believers know exactly what a Christian is supposed to do and not to do? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I still think about it. Yeah. Later on in time, as I started walking with God in prison, uh, this guy used to talk to me about this other guy messing up and telling me what he was doing. And I'm like, hey, bro, how do you know oh, what this guy's supposed to do? And he goes, well, everybody knows that a Christian shouldn't do blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, man, you are a better Christian than me. Yeah. <laughs> Here am I struggling with these kind of things of what to do, and you got the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a theory that they, they knew about it. Yeah. But but, uh, but uh, that's what he was talking about, you know. And, and, and yes... In prison, you know, um, um, they expect you to be real. Yeah. They expect yeah. you to be real uh, by doing, you know. Uh, Whatever it is that you're doing, you guys yeah, just got to be real about it. If you're doing it. bad, yeah. they want you to be real. Real bad. But if you're doing good, <laughs> what well, it's called real, bad, yeah. backwards. But anyways, yeah. uh, they want you to do it to the fullest. And so, yeah, they're looking for every excuse to uh, persecute you. Yeah, so yeah, speak, yeah, yeah. And, and to put a dent on your walk so you can give up. Yeah, yeah. And we already know that the enemy is the one that orchestrated yeah, all this. Yeah. But uh, it is life and reality and prison. So I, I knew when he was telling me, you know, they don't mix. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? Well, get rid of your tobacco. Why am I going to sell it? No, man. You got to flush it. You got to toss it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got rid of it. And I begin to read and, and this and that and, and learning a little bit more about Christ. And I'm still learning, of course, but uh, I, uh, I begin to understand a little bit more of God's love. And the, point, the time came when, uh, when I had to um, meet the acid test. I was a heroin user. Mm-hmm. And the first temptation that came after being saved. The yeah. first time yeah. that I have to face. So being in prison, how many years have you already served up until you um, came to that point receiving the Lord? And then we're talking months. Oh man, we're talking two months. I'm serving God. So, but I don't know I'm serving God, but I'm I'm following Christ. And I'm going, you know, I don't, I go to, I go to the, the Bible studies and um, I do my routine and I don't say, I say cue to everybody and this and that, but I, I, I am, you know, in the day room, I'm hanging around with Christians and, 
and, and I'm learning, you know, uh, Bible studies and stuff. But the time came when I have to face the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, how, how many years have you already been in prison up until, oh, the, until oh, the heart okay, change? Okay, okay. I'm going on my, on my 16 year. Oh, 16 okay. years. Oh. 15 years I was serving the devil. Now yeah. I begin two months okay. serving God. Mm-hmm. So it's a totally, uh, I mean, a totally different yeah. scenario, yeah. spiritually, mentally, yeah, physically. Yeah. Uh, 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 All kinds of stuff, yeah. is different because, you know, people look at you crazy. They didn't look at you crazy before, but now they do. <laughs> so you still have these, these emotions as a combat. You want to react according to what we know now, the flesh. Yeah. But praise God for discipleship. The people mm-hmm. give you a, an awareness of the turmoil that is within you and how you're supposed to respond. Yeah. Not all the time yeah. that I responded accordingly, but God preserved. Eventually, me. you you got the victory over it. Yes, yeah. little by little. Mm-hmm. But 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 along with all that goodness, here comes the real deal. Mm-hmm. Because I have just changed. A God, I have a God, and now I'm serving the living God. Yeah, yeah. So now my my G O D with little G yeah. come back and tells me, well, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on with you? And so now you became that weird guy that turned down the the heroin. Well, let me get into that one. It wasn't it wasn't that easy. All right. Um, I'm talking to this particular brother, uh, Louis, and myself, and to my surprise, somebody comes and gives me a paper, a slide of paper of heroin under my door. So yeah, um, I, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm practically stuck, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm facing the greatest challenge in my Christian walk, so to speak, because I, I'm so accustomed to, to use heroin and... and uh, and, and now I wanted to, to, to use heroin because that's all I've been doing for the, for yeah. the last 47 years. Oh, yeah. Withdrawals, huh? Not necessarily withdrawals, but the anxiousness. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not totally hooked because I'm using periodically. At this stage in my life, or at this particular uh, season of my life, I wasn't hooked physically, but I was still hooked mentally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a two aspect that yeah. and, and drug addi- and heroin addiction that a guy gotta deal with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but but God is in me. I know that, but I don't know that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And and but I know that my mind tells me that I do would like to experience the euphoria yeah. of that demonic liquid one yeah, more yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Like I did many, many, many times in my life, outside and inside, that I wanted to stop mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. And so I, here I am, facing face to face with Godzilla, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this time I, I'm not alone. And so I don't know how to deal with it theologically at that particular time. Yeah. But God gave us common sense, right? 
course. You know, now speaking, learning God's word, mm-hmm. Paul writes to Timothy and tells him that God did not give us the spirit of fear, Amen. but of power and love mm-hmm. and a sound, sound mm-hmm. mind. So, in my own interpretation at that particular time, I knew that heroin and God did not mix. Yeah. Yet I had this turmoil conflict within me. Inside, my heart was telling me, you don't need it. You're good. My mind was telling me, one more time is the last time. You're going to be all right. You're going to be able to shake it, and it's going to be all right. So all these cunning, buffling ideas that we develop during our addiction. That's what the... the, the, the and, 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 and now we know yeah. that that is the work of the devil, right? Yeah, of course. Because whatever is confusion, mm-hmm. God is not in it. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I was very confused at that particular time in my life. But I knew that what I had inside me, although I didn't understand, it was greater than the repeated euphoria. A momentary... Euphoria. Momentarily, that I have experienced over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I'm also anticipating the guilt, the remorse, and the pull down, and even the depression that comes afterwards the next day. You know what I mean? At least I didn't have to pay this time. (laughs) So I thought, right? So. I, and, and I'm explaining to you in detail what took place in my mind within seconds. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, yeah, anybody. yeah. And so I, what I did was what I thought uh, right to do at that particular time. So I slide the paper back to this guy and told him, no, I'm good. And so uh, he left and then the Thoughts on my mind, I was saying, come back. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I laid down in my, in my bunk and I started thinking, thinking and thinking. I even forgot what we were talking about, me and this brother. And I started thinking and, hey, you know, come on, man, one more time. No, you don't need that. You know, all these thoughts. Mm-hmm. And to make a long story short, I was so excited in my mind that I fell asleep. <laughs> I don't know how that possible, if anybody ever experienced that, hmm. but I did. And what woke me up was child time, child time, first year. <laughs> so I, I, I woke up and I knew that I had to go eat because I didn't have nothing to eat. So so I had to get up, wash my face. I didn't even wait, <laughs> wait for myself. <laughs> when they opened the door, I took off. I went into the child hall. At that particular time, Talking about the year 2000, you could, in this facility that I was in, you could go in, sit down wherever you want to sit down, get out when you finish and go into your trade and walk away. The rule was different about that time. So that's exactly what I did. I went in, I ate, I don't remember what I ate, I don't remember who I sat with, I remember getting up and taking my trade and going back into the building. When I was going back to the building, I noticed for some strange reason, the the sign that says MTA, meaning that that's where the medical 
department is. And so the correlation of medical and drugs kicked in, in my mind. And that's when I, 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 I thought about it, and I said out loud, walking the line, people behind me, people in front, going back to my building, man, I never in my perra vida was <laughs> I able to turn down carga. Dang. I know it's got to be you, God, because yeah. I don't have what it takes. Amen. And some joy came upon me. And I just felt invincible at that particular time. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the Holy Spirit right yeah. there, man. So I went into the building, and then I went to my celly, and I told them, hey, bro, guess what? <laughs> and he was there. So, I mean, you know, I'm so excited that I forgot. He goes, guess what? I go, I go guess what? He said, what? I said, I turned down Karga for the first time. Dang. So he got all happy, and he tells me, look, bro, God has given you the victory. Amen. What are you going to do with it? It's up to you, bro. Amen. And he began to quote scriptures and all these things, you know. And He reminded Joshua, be courageous, you know, be a good courage. The Lord that God is with you and all these things, they, 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 they really make sense to me, right? Mm. And, and, and so I like, um, then he goes on to give me a... a, a the deepest uh, theological statement, philosophical <laughs> statement ever. And he went, he went on to say, look, man, now that you experience this, bro, grab a hold of it like a pit bull and a pork shop. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed, I, I, I understood that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And so he's telling me, don't let go until God bless you, bro. Yeah. More. And so I took that to heart, and um, I began to thank God. And within two weeks, the same experience took place again. This time, it was a lot easier for me to say, Amen. no, I still had the turmoil. And it went on like that for another month or so. And I, it was a lot easier this time. I said, you know what? I, I'm good, bro. Tell homeboy I'm good. <laughs> I don't want that no more. Just keep it. Don't you even know, tell me no and more. And they're like, all right, all right, all right. So now they, I get, I get a, I, I get a, a call. You know, the guy comes back and tells me, hey, bro, homeboy wants to talk to you. Homeboy, you know, somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So I say, all right, all right. I, I, and they are like, I'll go up there. Say, all right. So I, I, I go up to the cell in the unlock, and I go up to the cell and. And I'm thinking, well, here we goes, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I have to go through I have to, whatever I have to go through mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm not going to relinquish Christ. And as quite as kept, I'm afraid. Yeah. You need to help me, God. Because, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was I a big deal of going yeah, to. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. you're going to have to help me, Lord. Yeah. And so I went in there and, and, and they didn't really close the door, but they I mean, they didn't lock the door, but they closed the door. And a few guys there and there that I knew over the period of time and and and, and, and all the things that we spoke about, uh, the guy hit me up and he tells me, hey, bro, so, so what's going on with you, bro? And I'm like, what? What do you mean, what's going on? You know, God protected me, bro, uh, because I was still kind of bold. Yeah. Mm. 
in the Lord, mm-hmm. and I didn't know. I kind of was kind of abusing His power, but God knew that I was naive in the things of God, and my character was still kind of like bronco, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like what? What do you mean? What's wrong with me? And he's like, yeah, you know, you don't come around, blah blah blah. We we'll see you with these vatos, and you know, I send you a, a gift. You turn it down. What's going on? And I said, well, I don't do that no more. I said. And he's like, well, what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I go, well, I'm not using no more, bro. I thank you for it, but I, I'm good. So then he went, the million-dollar question came to be, and he said, so uh, are you a, so you a Christian now or what? And I go, well, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, we've been watching you. You do this and you that, and you hang around with these vatos, this and that. And, and, and you Bible studies, is that you right there or what? So I, you know, I had a master uh, strength from God, and I said, well, you know what? Yeah, that's who I am, bro. And that was that's, that within itself is a bold statement, right? Because you were invo- you were involved, yes. and now and now coming to that point is like yeah. your life your life is on the line, basically. You know, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, all right, so that's you then, huh? I said, well, yeah, that's me, bro. He says, all right, man, for now on, bro, that's you right there, bro. And I said, all right, cool, man. So I thought the, the, the blows were going to start yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. That's, that's the setting. Yeah. You know, at least that was my mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been different. I don't know. And I heard stories differently, but in my situation, that's the way I thought at that particular time. And to my dismay, man, they started hugging me, bro. Wow. And telling me, you know what? Get out, bro. Man, that's you, man. Keep it up, bro. Ponle, huh? We're happy for you. Kind of like bewildered type of thing, but it was good. (laughs) That's crazy. And so I I, I just, all right, bro. So I went out. That's God right there. That's well, you know, right we, we, we know now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, you know, and and uh, you know, if you ride with God, it will make peace with your enemies. Amen. And and so, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So I went down, and brother asked me about it, and I told him, and he's like, "Man, praise the Lord, man, come on." Yeah, amen. And so they invited me to go to church for the first time. I never been in church before, and now uh, this guy is called Living Proof Ministry coming in, right? Mm-hmm. So, huh? <laughs> go to church because you have to carry your own Bible, and you gotta walk the the, the main. Line Everyone's gonna Bible. see you with that Bible, you know. And uh-huh. I never carry a Bible, you know. I had a Bible, and to top it off, I had a um, I had a Living Word translation, giant print. <laughs> it was a big old Bible. I couldn't hide it. <laughs> <laughs> with holy Bible on the side right there. <laughs> yeah, even if I wanted to. You know, briefly on that, talking about the hand of God, that particular Bible, I got it from a man in Pelican Bay's shoe. Wow. And he gave it to me with a condition that I was going to read it. And um, so I did read it, and, and I kept it. And uh, I... I didn't do my studies with that Bible because the wording was different, yeah, but I yeah. kept that Bible. Mm-hmm. And it was easier for me to read and understand. And understand, and understand. And, and, but it was a giant print because I was going <laughs> blind at that particular yeah. So anyways, 
Um, you know, the enemy played tricks on us, and perhaps is playing tricks on people today. Mm -hmm. And it's good to know, you know, the the uh, you know the Bible talks about uh, uh, casting down arguments and imaginations yeah. mm -hmm. that exalt to the knowledge of God. We Christians trip. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all we trip, especially coming from our from a background that a lot of us come from. So we trip. And I say this to say that uh, um, my first time going to church, um, there's a, a, a little uh, kind of like an alley where people go out. It's called the Rotunda. And that's the only blind spot in the prison mm. where the cop won't be able to see you. It will see you, but he won't be able to protect you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay? Because there's a lot of people in, in, in that. And so we have to go through that. And, and me going, when they opened the door for, the, for church uh, the, the first time, I, I, I had my Bible, and, and the enemy is telling me mine, I mean, he's, he's playing with my mind. Mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking, everybody is in the rail, and everybody's and looking at you, me, yeah. and they're all laughing at me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I did like a lot. <laughs> look back. I, I look back, man. And to my surprise, man, there was not a soul in the whole theater, man. Dang. So it was the enemy playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, these kind of events I begin to experience in my life. Yeah. Well, I'm paying attention to them because they're new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I go to church and then um, I look at the pre the preachers. This guy looks just like me. <laughs> All tatted up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they got good clothes. <laughs> and evidently they come and go. Uh -huh. So they might be doing good, something good, right? Because they're dressed nice. And they're talking about Christ and this and that. It was a good service. But at the end of the service, the guy, uh, Alice Gonzalez, and we just, you know, um, two weeks ago we just did... We went to his funeral. Mm. This brother just passed to the Lord. You know what I mean? Amen. He's, Amen. he's with the Lord. But these two brothers, uh, Alec Gonzalez and, uh, and Turi Ramirez from Living Proof Ministry, they were instrumental in Amen. my Christian walk. Yeah. Um, I had, um, um, you know, at the end of the service, they say, well, if anybody needs prayer, you know, you can come up. And so... I'm like, I, I need prayer, but I don't want nobody to pray in public. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's, I'm new to this thing. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I, I feel uneasy and, and um, kind of embarrassed, you know. And so my brother Lou tells me, yeah, man, they let him pray for you, man, you know. Yeah. You know, they're just going to pray for you. They're going to encourage you, man. And I say, yeah, all right. So I went up to the brothers and Tudi and Alex were right there and they said, well, what is it you want me to pray for? And I, I began to tell them, you know what, I, I'm a new new Christian, I'm a new believer, and, and I'm having difficulty understanding what's going on with me. And so I thought I told them that. But when I, when I began to talk to them, I began to weep. Mm -hmm. Like a baby, and out loud. <laughs> I mean, these things I never done in public, anyways. Yeah, you know. 
Only when they give me my license, no. <laughs> but, 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 but uh, you know, uh, I, it was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. So I begin to weep, and I thought I had told them, you know what, uh, I just received Christ, and I'm having difficulty learning this thing. But they say that I say all kinds of stuff. I, I, I don't remember, but I knew that I was weeping, and when it's over, you know, I felt like I... I dropped, you know, uh, a whole load. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's kind of strange. So, uh, uh, like then, a like a weight was lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden I, you could float. Yeah, I, I really felt what we know now is being born again. Yeah, yeah, born, and, born again. And, yeah. and encouraged, and and, and and like I took my second wing, so to speak. Yeah, and so yeah, and we got to know each other. And they were, they, then we got to like each other because the way they speak, they speak like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talk like me, and they tell me how good God has been in their lives. Yeah, amen. They're so encouraging. So, amen. so we continue yeah. going back and forth. Amen. And this event went on and on and on, and because they go every three months to the Leno. Yeah. So we did that for 15 years. Yeah. So I was going to say, let's fast forward a little bit. So now you have 15 years in the Lord now, serving, being mm-hmm. encouraged, being Behind strong, bars. growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And now, um, did you ever think that you were going to get out? Let's get to that point where you're you're getting out of prison. Well, you know, um, I got to be careful how I say this because I don't want to sound arrogant or, yeah. or uh, super spiritual. But at the particular at that particular time, I was so infatuated, if I could say that, what what God is doing in my life, that I truly didn't matter at that particular yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. I you know, I, I I told this incidentally, you know, it goes it calls to to mention that this guy uh, asked me uh, so. He was doing life, a life term too. He got out, by the way, but he, he, he had his own understanding about what God in this and that and whatnot. And so he was telling me, hey, bro, uh, don't you care, you know, to, to if you're getting out or what? And I said, look, bro, uh, God is with me, bro, and, and I'm going to be doing good regardless. Mm-hmm. And so he went on to tell me in regards to what we were saying, you know what? He used profanity and he said, you know what? I, I'll never be resigned to live in this bleep, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said, see, I think this is a misconnection right here, bro, because I never said that I'm resigned or that I gave up. What I'm saying is that I'm trusting God. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're content. You are, you are already set free from... A bunch of your sins, addictions, like your mind was been clear and free. And, and so, yeah. I knew I was going to get out, but yeah. I don't know when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, matter of fact, um, I met Pastor Santos yeah. in prison. Yeah, yeah. He went in there with his wife to minister, and they told me, you know, a guy from Orange County comes, because the majority of guys were from, from L.A. So he's like, this guy's from Orange County. So I, I, after, well, a little bit going backwards, uh, the Lord grew me. And the Lord taught me, and I began to do Bible studies through correspondence. And uh, I began to learn a little bit more. And 
to make a long story short, uh, one of the one, one of the um, um, visitors or the volunteers was a very wealthy man from mm -hmm. Kern County, but I don't know that. But he, uh, me and this other brother named Joe Walsh, which is doing great over in uh, 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 Beaumont in Cherry Valley, California. Yeah. Uh, he got out too. And we were partners in crime, so to speak. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, Louis Perot, and then I, I, I hooked up with his brother named Joe Walsh. So we were just serving God and going against, not against the grain, but, but doing yeah, what yeah. we needed to do. Mm -hmm. And so Bible studies in the chapel, a different chap, uh, chaplain came in, and he was gone home for the gospel, and he helped us volunteers, programs, uh, discipleship programs, and, and so we started getting involved with it. And so along that, um, me, and, me and Brother Joe, got a pamphlet from this place called Summit Bible College in Bakersfield. So we wrote him a letter to the president, and we asked him, hey, um, can you help us in a pilot program? Yeah. We don't have no money, but we'd <laughs> like to learn. Yeah. So he wrote back to us, to our surprise, and he said, look, I don't deal with inmates, but tell your chaplain to contact me, and then we'll talk. Yeah. So we went up to the chaplain and told him, and he's like, let me look into it. So he did call the guy, and the guy offered the, the, the president of that Bible college, Summit Bible College in, in Bakersfield, and, and he offered him, you know what, if you pay for the tuition and the books for one, I let the other one come free. Mm -hmm. You know? And I sent my professors in there, and, and you guys can get, can get taught. So... So you got your your Bible college on, huh? You got your well, but but we needed the we needed the, the, yeah, the money, money. first. Uh -huh. <laughs> so that's when this guy came in and, and he said, you yeah, know what? And we told him about the the, the the setting and all that, and he's like, you know what? Uh, you guys don't got no money, but I got money. You know, uh, don't worry about it. I take care of it, and and he did. So we begin to enroll on that um um AA, but I had already an AA degree mm -hmm. from. Family Radio School of the Bible yeah. uh, in Auckland, and they look at my um, curriculum and they accredited 50% for my AA. Mm -hmm. So I was already ahead and it started going, and I finished my AA right away, and while brothers started doing it. And so upon the completion, brother <laughs> asked me again, so what's next? And I go, well, BA, but psh. Well, what's the problem? I ain't got no money. Goes, uh -huh. You don't got no money? I got money. Uh -huh. next? Hmm. So he signed up for it. And then they, they work out a deal where he can support 20 people. No, yeah. 10, 10 people first. And and bring the, the, the open up the classrooms for Bible study. Amen. Amen. From, from the from the from the yeah. Bible, from the from the college. So we went on to do, and it went on like that, all the way up to a master's degree in, in, in theology and Christian counseling. And, um, and so then the professor began to use us. Okay, now you got a master, now you can teach IAA 
And, and the guy was supporting all other people, uh, all the way up to 20 wow. people. So the professor was giving us the curriculum and we were teaching AA, MBA, uh, up to the point that I needed to get transferred. Well, during this transaction, during this period of my life, uh, the Spanish ministry is being open. The Spanish ministry is being open. And uh, uh, um, there's a, a, a need for Spanish-speaking uh, uh, pastors. Pastor. Mm -hmm. There's a big population of Spanish-speaking brothers. But the guy that was preaching, he left. So I'm already sitting on my, on my, on my degrees. Mm -hmm. And the pastor comes, the pastor comes and tells me. Yeah. Well, now that, you know, I mean, uh, we have a need for Spanish. You're the only one that speaks Spanish fluently. So uh, what do you want to do? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm over there now. Yeah. I'm over there in the, uh, uh, and, and the English, you know, I was an elder already in the English side and church yeah, and everything. Yeah. So I didn't need it. I thought, you know, so I prayed about it. And then I talked to the brethren and they said, yeah, you know what? We would love for you to take care of us, you know, as a pastor and, and take care of our church. So I was doing that. I did it for seven years. Well, during that period of time is when Santos came. Yeah. And that's what they, tell, they told me, hey, you know what? A pastor from Orange County came. But I was in the Spanish, so I went when 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 the when the um, to answer the question you were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. Um, um, uh, to meet him. So I met him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm from Westminster, blah blah blah." And, you know, I I know such and oh yeah, blah 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 blah. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Santana, and uh, oh yeah, your homeboy this, your homeboy that. He's related to one of my homeboys, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So I said, "All right, cool, man." So. He, he, he went on to ask me the questions you were talking about. And he says, well, when are you getting out, bro? And I said, well, you know what? I, I don't know when I'm getting out, but it, didn't really, it, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? And I go, hey, bro, I, I'm free already, bro. Amen, amen. And, and I'll get out when the time comes, yeah. you know? And he's like, man, you know what, bro? When you get out, I want you to go and preach at my church. <laughs> I said, cool. That was seven years prior to actually getting up. To actually yeah. getting up. So that's how I met Pastor Santos. And so, to answer your question, it, it, it's not that it really didn't matter, mm -hmm. but it didn't, it wasn't my priority. Yeah, amen. You know, I... Because I, whom the sun sets free is free and, indeed. And so I, I was <laughs> free of addiction. I was yeah. free of, of, of hell and condemnation. Amen. And, and, and God was teaching me how to begin to live this wonderful life called Christian life. Amen, uh, amen, amen. So, uh, you know, uh, from not having nothing to having all that that God has given me, yeah. I, I was really preoccupied on, on what God was doing in my life. Amen, amen. And, and so it went on to be like that. And, and they, um, upon finishing my master's degree, uh, Joe DeMoyes is the guy that, the, the, the gentleman that paid for my education, he invited me to take my 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 doctorate. I'll pay for it. He says, you, you go ahead and do it. But I had a transfer because my point got dropped to mm -hmm. level two, and I needed to move out of that facility. Yeah. So I had to go 
and the best place that I could find was Stockton. Mm. So I had to leave. So I left, and I, I was there. And in 2014, I left to uh, Stockton, and then I went. Uh, I, I got involved with people that they knew the functions of the board procedures and yeah, yeah. and and the do's and the don'ts and the inside of things. So I was blessed. Yeah. So I just you know mm-hmm. got involved with it and and the whole year studying my case and studying the Bible. We still have Bible studies, and then the chaplain allows us to have Spanish. Uh, Bible studies and services over there. So we were just doing the same thing. A, a good group of people left from Delano to Stockton. So a portion of the body of Christ went that yeah, way. Yeah, man, yeah. So we still went over there and, and continue and, doing and, what and you're and doing, huh? Continue following mm-hmm. the the Great Commission. Amen, amen. In captivity. Amen. Yeah. Hey, that's awesome to know that <laughs> the Great Commission is still even being carried out inside prisons. Yes. So, but uh, people are coming to actual, real, repentant faith in Jesus Christ while being incarcerated. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we still doing that and doing that and, and getting involved. And then I went to the board on, on uh, I think it was uh, March of uh, 2015. And I went and presented my case, and the board found that uh, I was suitable for parole. And August the 5th, August the 7th, August the 5th, no, August the 7th of the year 2000, uh, the Lord blessed me with a release date. 2015. Excuse me. Okay. I got excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> 2015, um, um, I, uh, I came back to society. and So you're coming up on, f- on four years of, of being out, yes, out of the, prison. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and August will be my fourth year. And then uh, I went to different uh, ministries to visit, to the people that got acquainted with, yeah. mm-hmm. with it in prison. And then all the support, a lot of people support me and encourage me. And change my diapers and <laughs> and all that, you know, spiritually speaking. Yeah. And so, you know, they were they were excited, you know, for me to get out. And and so I met with them. I went to different places. And then uh, somebody told Santos that uh, that I was out. So he, <laughs> he told his brother uh, Frank, uh, give him my phone number. I didn't have a phone at that particular time. And so I told him I don't have a phone, but. If you want to, you can come and talk to my pastor if you want me to go over there with you. So he did. He went over there to and talked to the pastor that I was seeing in uh, Pasadena, and they allowed me to come and, and give my testimony. Yeah, here. I remember that. And, and, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, man, I like this church. <laughs> Small, but there's a lot of youngsters. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and I was like, wow. I, I felt the love of God. Amen. I got embraced by the love of God, and I felt really comfortable. So I kept on coming, and then pastor hit me up. Hey, can you speak Spanish? As <laughs> a matter of fact. Man, fluently, yes. <laughs> and he's like, hey, bro, would you like to give a, a sermon in Spanish? And like, yeah. So. So long story short, <laughs> you so, end up becoming our now. And now he's the, the pastor of our Spanish ministry, yes. which uh, where uh, I'm at in the Spanish services. And I could say that this whole time you've been here has been a 
true uh, blessing uh, people have. You know, like you said, we're, we're, we're a small congregation, but uh, people have grown and they have uh, been taught very well of you. Um, you know, just coming in and blessing us with the word every Sunday, year after year now. You know what I mean? So um, I could say that, you know, through God's, you know, sovereign hand and moving, uh, he works all things for the good for those who love him. You know what I mean? And yes. so we, we needed uh, a Spanish pastor in, the, in that time. And then God brought you to us over here. You know what I mean? And, and here's the, <laughs> the stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. Like yeah. Testimony, how everything led up, how God orchestrated that just to get to this point. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and, and God's still in control. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. Forevermore. But Amen. yeah, I'm, I'm blessed to be part of this congregation. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I'm learning to... Trust God. Yeah. <laughs> but, Cause, you know, it's... Because it's a different setting, right? Yes. Being in there and then being out here. Yes. You know. and, and prison, you, you, you're you able to preach loud and clear, and you hold no punches uh-huh. because... I mean, Everyone's hard in like there, right? fire you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but uh, the, the point of the matter is that you can get to the core of the issues uh, of a Christian life yeah. without reservations because men can take it. Yeah, yeah. Not all of them. You know, there's crybabies everywhere. Right? <laughs> and so some of them, you know, they don't want to come back no more. And the way we look at it in the prisons, in the prison setting, mm-hmm. if you don't come back over here, it's because you really don't want God. Yeah. Because you know what? And, and we got like a little bit of a, um, not harsh, but truthful and sincere approach, yeah. Because we ain't got time for knickknacks. Yeah. We got the world and Satan after us twenty four seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we gotta be really sober minded. Yeah. Because and so if somebody's gonna come over here with a weak uh, 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 um, approach or weak expectations or weak uh, performance. Uh, you're just gonna be a stumbling block, brother. Yeah. You know, if you really don't want to get in, don't get in, man. Yeah. You know, it's kind of rough. So, so, so the difference then that you would be able to that you have seen from being in the context of being in prison to now being out here outside of the prison is that the people that would uh, flock or or come to the services there really had the desire for God, right? They had the hunger, the thirst for it, and there was no playing games because over there, like like you mentioned, in, in, in the context of, of being in prison, you couldn't play games. You you had to go full in or full out. Yes. Whereas whereas now being out here outside of prison system in in and I guess what you call the I don't know what you call it. But anyways, but just being out of here, you know, we have people that that are like, uh, like almost like going to like playing games, like the opposite, like like like, like they're they're sampling. They're just coming, yeah. you know, just for a taste. They're not gonna buy. They're just gonna come and yeah. and then they're gone. Yeah, and what I mean by but what I meant by um, um, not holding punches, I'm not talking about being legalistic. No, or, no, no. No pushing, you know, men's doctrine. You know, we're just preaching God's word. Yeah. And, 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 and it comes and it hits what it hits. Yeah. But it's for edification. So, yeah. mm-hmm. versus, you got to preach to women out here. Yeah. Mm. Women are sensitive. And that's another. And I'm having a hard, not yeah. a hard time, but I'm getting over it now because I have to choose. I mean, I have to choose. I have ah. to choose mm-hmm. my words and, and, yeah. and, uh, uh, and my approach because, I mean, after all, you know. Although they don't want to admit it, they are the wicked vessel. 
no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're you're dealing with uh, some real hardcore criminals that have been redeemed, so they're used to listening to hard stuff. That, yeah. And they're not gonna get all yeah. without right away. But right here, you're not dealing with no. that, those kind of people. No, you, you get, know what I mean? they get sensitive. You're, you're dealing with yeah. mothers. You're dealing with tias, yeah. abuelitas, yes. and you yes. know. Yes. So. And and it's hard for for you know for mothers to see that sometimes they're doing damage to their children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a totally different no, yeah. story. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but um, that's one of the things that I'm learning how to communicate properly. Yeah. Because the message still have to come. Amen. Amen. The, the gospel is for men, women, children, everybody that, yes. that receives yes. Christ. So God is so, amen. for that. Amen. amen. And so, and long story short, you know, I... I'm grateful. Amen. That God is doing. Ooh, we we've been grateful. We've been blessed in having you being part of this congregation for the past mm-hmm. uh, couple of years. And uh, just you know, closing and wrapping it up. Uh, what advice or what word would you give to someone that may be struggling, you know, in the streets? You know, with that kind of, you know, taking Mentality. it back to the beginning when you were out and you were messing around. If you could give one piece of advice to a youngster that may be caught up in the, you know, with the with the streets, drugs, and gangs, what well, what what word of encouragement can you give him? Um, you know, I, I often uh, go to places like where they got juvenile halls and stuff like that. Yeah. And even in prison, as you guys know, I already know, you know, uh, it's another miracle of God. I go yeah. back to prison. Willingly now. Willingly. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to come out. <laughs> and I come out from the same yeah, the same day. I go in. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, and I'm still on parole. Yeah. By God's grace, but 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 we go in there and we talk to them and we tell them the truth. Yeah. You know, uh, um, it's time for you to stop settling for kibbles and bits. Yeah. You know, that's my rough approach to 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 make a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we settle for a little tattoo. We settle for a little uh, a reputation. Yeah. A little drug. And, and and it takes you to a place you don't want to be, and so what I what I'm what I'm telling them, uh, ask God, seek God while you're young, mm-hmm. ask God and trust God for once in your life, and, and 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 allow Him to change your life, and you'll see that things will come your way. So if somebody is struggling right now, and and they really want to do good but they don't know how, just call upon somebody that you know. And just be sincere, be truthful. Amen. And just tell them, you know, what you really want to say, but you feel that you're uncomfortable and that people might think wrong about you. And just be sincere and ask, you know, for help. It's good. It's good yeah. to ask for help. Amen. And so that's the, that would be my advice. You know, we can't do it all along. We need help. Yeah. And God has equipped a whole lot of people. Amen. Just for that particular person. Amen. Don't give up. Keep on going, you know, and ask God to help you. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God, man. This has been very edifying, very encouraging. Uh, There's no other better way than to... uh, start our service now <laughs> we're gonna go in we're gonna pray we're gonna worship god and we're gonna hear uh pastor benito preach and um man uh, so if you're whoever's listening to this you know hit us up uh reformed rasa at gmail.com if you know someone a youngster or you yourself are struggling with these kind of things hit us up um we can send you you know resources we can give you a word of encouragement from the lord and uh uh let this be encouraging you know 
to those um, that may be struggling or have come out of those kind of things, that God is able and he is powerful enough to set uh, anybody free. Amen. You know, so uh, the the cross of Jesus Christ, the suffering, death, uh, resurrection was not in vain. He has uh, brought people to himself that are fully on for um, God's will to be done in their life. So hit us up. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, share the episode with someone that you may feel that is in need of hearing um, this kind of testimony because that's why we do this. That's why mm-hmm. we brought Pastor Benito because his story is powerful and there's uh, there's a lot of Benitos out there. There's a lot of people going through the same things and uh, uh and they need to hear that. You know what? They ha- God has been able to resurrect them from the dead. From you know, from they were dead in their sins and trespasses, but God has given them new life. And so that's the reason why we do this. So I would even encourage if you have a similar background. You know, maybe you are saved now. I would encourage you to get involved with a prison. Get involved yeah. with the prison ministry, as you could hear how how instrumental the ministry is. And 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 we've spoken about that in in a previous episode um back that 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 prison ministry is yeah. is is needed i mean not a lot of people are going out there yeah and and and, and the ones that are getting out that are already in there i mean they're they're getting older yeah and, and you know and, and we need a new so generation this, this of youngsters a, to step up and amen. go back so into this the is prisons, a call yeah. to those who who have this similar background maybe you don't even have that type of background yeah get involved the word of god is the word of god and amen. it brings truth amen. and it brings life that's yes. right. That's right. So hit us up, reformedras at gmail.com. Even if you just want to share your testimony over an email, you know, hit us up. We'll read it. You know what I mean? Just so God can be glorified. Amen. So praise God for you, uh, Pastor Benito. You know, mm-hmm. may God continue to strengthen you to, you know, uh, keep you in his will. And uh, we're going to continue to be edified. You know what I mean? So uh, until next time, you guys, thank you for enduring and listening to this whole episode. Uh, we praise God and I Amen. hope you are edified to praise the glory the of God. Continue yes. to grow as we grow. Amen. Praise God. All glory to God. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so a rato, vato, see you next Amen. time. Out. This is for